0: X Pac One Two Three
2: Sixty, featuring
3: weekly news, insider commentary,
1: and interviews with superstars, past and present, from the world of pro wrestling. A new day is
3: dawning for DX. And now, your host, Sean X Pac Waltman.
4: Happy New Year, everyone! Welcome to X Pac One Two Three Sixty. I'm your host, Sean X Pac Waltman. It's good to be back. I was out east this weekend. Uh, I was actually in Chicago for AAW this weekend on Saturday, the 30th. And then I went to Providence, Rhode Island, and hosted the New Year's Eve show for XWA and had a really good time. Except for it was cold <laughs> as ass, and Lou did not like it one bit. She's trying trying to take her outside to go to the bathroom, and... Um, you know she walks about 10 steps and she's like all of a sudden walking on three legs and the <laughs> one leg won't go down and i'm thinking there's something wrong with her hip or something and her leg like's dislocated but i mean she don't like it's the uh it's the rock salt mm-hmm. that they put oh. to melt the the ice she needs burns this. the feet mm-hmm. oh. yeah so and and the well, thing is is dogs don't like stuff on their on awesome. their paws but they don't like getting burned by rock salt even less. so um, anyways, yeah, she hated it. And so um, I gave her a bath and then she was in bed with me. And like, so Aww. because she couldn't go outside as much, she peed all over me in bed. <laughs> I mean, everywhere. Oh, you? Yes. Yeah, it was all of a sudden, I'm like, did I pee? I'm like, what's going on? Did something spill? And I look down, and there's just piss everywhere. <laughs> 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 I like it on your face. That would have
2: been worse. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> I also got peed <laughs> on an animal uh, on Christmas. Did you? Yeah.
1: Well, tell us. <laughs> no, that
2: was yeah. hey, like, I didn't pay for it. No. <laughs> so, you know, wow. we,
4: as usual, we have we have Jimbo Frank on what the out next to Jimbo. We got Denise Salcedo, Bill Hanstock. That's who was over there talking What's about getting peed on by yeah. an animal. That's me. <laughs> TK, do you shoot, ever get shoot. peed on by an animal? I have not. Do you want to? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you've, never, you've never gotten
2: peed no, on by an animal? No, because in
5: my house, my dog, like, it's in the culture. Our dogs don't sleep on beds. They have a bed, and it's in the other room, like.
4: Which, which culture the Canadian
2: culture no West Indian oh okay yeah mm. and
5: actually it was I had to fight for my dog to actually be in the house okay.
4: yeah Killer Mike said our dogs they, they stay outside yeah they stay outside mm.
5: like I had to like really fight That's my a, dad to like bring the dog it's just house.
4: a different relationship the relationship has changed over the years yeah. between us and our dogs yeah and I like it <laughs> <laughs> my dog's hey if there's a choice between um uh, <laughs> <laughs> my dog's staying my dog's sleeping in bed with me as even long if she, she pees, as long, as, <laughs> even if she pees, all I did was switch over to the other side of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> so Throw a couple of towels on there. Well, it's a ho- it's a hotel, so yeah, that's fine. And then that I love some maid money. Like,
2: I love some money,
4: I left I some here money here. on the nightstand. Poor, okay. wrote a note.
1: <laughs> Sorry about
4: that. It Blamed it on loose. myself. <laughs> Sorry, I peed the bed. I had an accident. <laughs> yeah, love Xbox.
2: Oh yeah. my
5: gosh! Wow, oh, that's an autograph. Shit <laughs>
4: happens. I mean, <laughs> they'll sell.
2: They'll sell a. On eBay in a couple of days, you'll see a note <laughs> up for sale. Xbox <laughs> apologizing for pissing bed. Yeah. Uh, authentic audio. Or autograph.
0: like a tweet from the maid, like I had to
4: clean this up. <laughs> or I don't know.
2: Mm. Oh, a goodness. selfie of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there
0: you
4: go. There's a lot of, uh, who's on the show? AAW I was at in Chicago. And Matt Riddle was on the show. Uh, there was a lot of guys that like you, like you, that I know, but I can't remember their names, that I've seen around and been on shows with a bunch. Um But oh damn it no. A bunch of guys I know were on that show. Oh Jeff Cobb was on. Um, Oh Teddy Hart was there. You guys. Oh wow. Yeah Joey Cannella Teddy Hart, uh, and like who the hell else was it? They it was like a four way. Yeah. But anyways, it's always um, it's always. It seemed fine. Actually, he seemed seemed pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see Ted. <laughs> it's always interesting <laughs> when you see Teddy. So, um, did he
1: have a cat with him?
4: He did, yeah.
1: Not Mister Money, but a different. cat? No, it was a
4: big fat white oh, okay. Himalayan cat. Oh. <laughs> that he, if it's very very tolerant cat. Any ta- any cat that Teddy has has got to be very tolerant because Teddy's like flipping cats up in the air and catching them. <laughs> yeah. Tried to do that to my cat. I'm really mad. <laughs> so. How was he around Lou? was he excited? It was What's fine. He yeah, yeah I mean, he's a cat, guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not big. So, um oh yeah, Ray F- uh F- Phoenix and uh and Pentagon were What does he call himself now? Pentagon, Pentagon L. 0 yeah. M- yeah, but we all know what, yeah. I mean who it is. <laughs> Come on, let's be serious about sure. it. Sure. Yeah. So, um I had a good time. The crowd there was a, it was a nice nice house. By the time I got out there, the crowd was kind of spent though. So, um anyways, uh, moving forward, what else is going on well, in wrestling? Speaking of cool cats, we got a uh, cool cat joining us later on, right? That's right, my friend uh, PJ uh, Peter Palacco, aka Justin Incredible, is going to be joining us, and uh, um, I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't have asked him to come on um, if he wasn't doing pretty good right now. So um, happy to be having him on. He's going to share with this, you know, what's going on with him right now. Um, anyways, uh, so let's get into what's going on. In wrestling, other than uh, the stuff that I just talked about. x 1, 2, 3, 16, <laughs> Wrestling News.
5: <laughs> so, uh, today marks the birthday of a wrestling legend. Jim Ross yeah. turns 66 today.
4: Damn, Ooh. Jim. Wow!
5: Boomer sooner.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so I was just uh, on on uh, the on the um, Ross report. Does he call it the Ross report? His it's, podcast, it's podcast yeah.
2: Yeah. Ross report. Yeah. yeah.
4: So I'm on the I'm on the latest one that just dropped yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was fun. I did it with Jim over like I think it was like last week or something like that. Um, it was fun. I always like talking to Jim. I like talk. You know, when I go on a podcast, it's usually somebody like. Steve, Steve Austin, Jr., somebody like that—I have a good rapport with—and so it's always fun. It's just like hanging out with your friends. Yeah, it's a con. It's a conversation with, with Jim. Yeah, you know. No, mind you, he asked me questions. He has questions from, you know, from the from the Fans. people. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that. And happy birthday, Jim! Love you very much, my friend. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, go buy his book. Yes, and
1: his barbecue sauce.
4: Yeah, and his jerky. This yeah,
1: jerky. I think you might be able to get a pack with all three. Oh, you why dip the like, jerky
2: in the barbecue sauce? Yeah, you know, why not?
4: Wow. So
2: yeah, this is America. <laughs> this is America. That's so right.
4: Jim, I think Jim might—he was pre-recording some of his shows because I'm thinking that he might be in in uh, Japan.
2: Yeah, oh, or is he doing right? it so from okay, here? They said that it's going to have live commentary, and I I have also heard that he's going to be in town early in January for taping episodes. Yeah. So he might be in Japan for Wrestle Kingdom hmm. and then be coming out here to tape, you know, some, some follow up episodes. But I don't know. He could be doing it, I guess, remotely. But I don't, I don't think know. That they'd bother. I don't think that they would do no. that. No. So maybe uh. him and uh him and um Josh Barnett. Cyrus. No, yeah. uh Don Callis. Don Callis. Maybe yeah. they'll be doing it um for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah.
4: I just know that when when I was talking to Jim on his show that's uh that's up right now uh we he was mentioning how like this time uh, he has uh, some really, really capable people helping him with research and making sure that like, all good, good. the stuff that people complain about aren't are gonna be as much right. of an issue, hopefully. Nice. so one uh, of is up. Uh, a
5: second generation wrestler oh okay <laughs> a second generation wrestler makes his debut. So Brian Pillman's son, Brian Pillman Jr., um, he's going to be wrestling in in, in Indianapolis. Actually, he actually did um, for the New Year's Bash, so he's kind of starting his journey.
4: Hey, uh, Mark, we got, oh, there's a a clip for anyone that's watching at home. Nice little power slam by Brian Pillman Jr. He looks so much like him. Oh, that was the finish. Oh, no. (laughs) uh, Okay, the heel manager coming up on the apron, distracting the ref. Hmm. God, he looks just like his dad. Yeah, that's crazy! Wow. Is
1: that Jake Christ?
4: I don't know, man. <laughs> but uh, Brian Pillman Junior. looks like Brian Pillman Senior. Yeah, it's crazy. Except for I never saw Pil- uh, Brian with a with a beard like that.
2: <laughs> uh, he had like a little, a, bag, so like little a beard. scruff, <laughs> yeah. When he pulled the gun on. All wow, this thing.
4: whole oh my god, this is taking forever. This part. <laughs> yeah, I think that is a Christ, right? Uh, I was no. like
1: the
2: crisp gear. No,
4: he's got the gear, but not the crisp hair. Huh. Anyways, that's I. Unless we're gonna have a oh, oh nice. wow man dropkick. Yeah,
2: flying. Anyways,
1: nice yes, flying junior. Yeah, it was all for that that build up for that one uh, dropkick. Drop yeah, but nice. okay,
4: man. Let's keep in mind that's person's first match. Sure, good job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other than man,
2: he looks like a, he looks like almost exactly like Brian Pillman, but then also like a dash at Dalton Castle too. Yeah
0: pretty cool that, you know, Brian Pillman was so ahead of his time and now his son is, you know, following in his footsteps, you know. And for, like you said, for his first match, that's yeah. pretty awesome.
4: Yeah.
1: What are your thoughts on new wrestlers uh, starting with a mask and not taking like a family name right away?
4: Um, I just, man, whatever. Okay. If, if, if that's how they want to do it, that's fine. I, I'm for, yeah. I didn't like, you know, trying to pretend like Joe, like Joe Henning is you know, somebody other than the son of Michael Kurt. I, yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of. Because mm-hmm. uh, everyone knows. Yeah. Like
1: just, but someone who's yeah. not so quite on the radar. Like, if he would have started with a different name, do you think it would be better?
4: Not or necessarily. Just keep, keep Pillman Junior. Hey man, and just work your t- way up? like it's look, um, it, it that's his name, man. Mm-hmm. He Good. was born. He was born the son of Brian Pillman, and uh, he. He lost his father, really, really, way too early. And uh, you know what? Uh, carry your dad's name and carry it proud, and 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 get whatever advantage you can get out of being a uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. That's what I say. I think it's kind of a case by case basis. Yeah, like you have
2: to feel it out. Like I think that we can all agree at this point that Curtis Axel probably should have been Kurt, uh, Kurt Hennig Jr. or Joe Hennig or whatever. Yeah. But like with someone like Mike Rotunda's kid. Yes. You know, the name Microtunda or Microtundo isn't going to carry a lot of weight. Sure. Plus, he's so far from being Microtunda's kid that I think, like, maybe the Husky Harris thing wasn't great, but the Bray Wyatt thing's great. It's great. Like, Bray Wyatt shouldn't be Microtunda Jr. Yeah. No. You know? So. But
1: Bo Dallas, it might have worked a little better, maybe. I just yeah, think, I think of, like, Bo's Brian Christopher too. situation, and I think yeah. of Cole Cabana interviews when he said when he first started he was just like a pantyhose on his head he was like a goon, goon yeah. and it was so good because he wanted to be a, a big important wrestler and I know no, I don't want to wear a mask but he was so crappy that it helped that yeah. by the time he got good it was like okay I shouldn't wear a mask now because I actually know what I'm doing. And
4: it used to be a thing that um you know guys it was weird cause, okay like when Barry Windham first started he was Blackjack Mulligan Jr. and yeah. he had his hair dyed dark Mm-mm. and he had the, tried to do the mustache and yeah. You know, uh, and he was so young and so thin and, and gangly when he started, and, it was... and, and especially back then, like anybody could have been Black Jack Mulligan Jr. Yeah, like you could have just dyed anyone's yeah.
2: mustache and
4: called him that. But you know? so, yeah, but so when Barry Wyndham being just you know, Barry, Barry Wyndham no on on his own, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I I I, th- I thought that actually was good. For sure. uh, well, because I grew up on Barry Wyndham, and it wasn't like. They tried to pretend like Barry wasn't the son of Blackjack Mulligan, Right. you know. Um, and you know, black the name Mulligan was the name that Vince Senior put on black on Blackjack, right? Because you know they like the, the Irish people are you know big on the East Coast, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyways. Very interesting. Good. You didn't know that? No. Hmm. Well, like when Rock's daughter starts wrestling, she's gonna
2: be whoever Maya via, right. like you know that for sure. Like they're not because even like people like. You know, Nia Jax, they still market her as like The Rock's cousin. And they don't like it's
4: not like right under her name, right. Cousin of The Rock, right, right. Nia Jax. Like something. Nia Jax Rocket Jr. But you still know it.
0: You still know it.
4: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, wishing Brian Pillman Jr. the best. And I'm looking get, forward to seeing yeah, more of
2: Keep an yeah. eye uh, on him in him the future. In
5: California wrestle. Hell
2: yeah. yeah. Maybe a
4: bar wrestling or
2: something. Yeah, that
5: definitely would be a
4: place yeah. for him. So, what else is that?
5: A big wrestling event is happening very soon. How soon? How soon? Wrestle Kingdom 12 is happening um, on Thursday. Well, given the time, it's 2 a.m. About, Eastern. 12 yeah, about 12 hours from when we're hours. taping this. Yes. <laughs> so, very, very soon.
4: Nice. All right. Well, I mean, uh, a lot of people here in the States uh, are probably just getting familiar with this. If they're not a big New Japan fan, because Chris Jericho is involved, mm-hmm. yeah. uh,
2: would you would you say? Because I, I I would say it's right on the edge. Would you say that this is gonna be New Japan's biggest event ever? Because I think it's close internationally. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. But not within Japan. No, no definitely not.
0: Yeah. You know, it's pretty insane how one moment we were hearing about this Jericho, Kenny Omega thing, and then, you know, we're at the eve of it happening pretty soon, and it was actually, I was listening to this podcast with Kenny Omega on it at the Wrestling Observer, and I thought it was so cool how he was talking about what you mentioned, that this is probably going to be, you know, a lot bigger internationally. Yeah. That was one of the things that he actually talked about, was how he feels that because New Japan gave him, like, this platform to rise and to grow in, that he's helping them do and grow more internationally, and I feel like it's feeding off so well, and honestly, I'm just, like, stoked that this is almost we're just a few hours away from being able to watch this because yeah. it's gonna like you're gonna
2: be stand up to watch it?
0: Well I'm gonna watch it tomorrow at night probably I don't know what time yet though for sure. So I haven't decided like if I'm gonna watch it live or what. We
2: avoid
4: hey, all the spoilers let me ask you guys can you guys get New Japan World is that an app that you could put on your T V uh you can like chromecast. Yeah, you can chromecast it. And so... Oh like if you have the thing on your I don't know how to do that shit. Oh like the
0: It's kinda like on. a Roku yeah. but not with like yeah. but you can catch But it I have
4: T V Roku. Like my, my Roku my TV has Roku uh, on it. Uh you might be able to get through the Fight T V app. Oh.
2: Because huh. I think it's also gonna be on like Fight T V and traditional. I don't know. Like Maybe that. I'll have
4: to call Disco Inferno and ask him <laughs> how he's boot how he's boot like in the new tr- uh Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, okay. well there's
2: <laughs> there's someone having a viewing party tonight I can tell you about if
4: you wanna
5: yeah, there's some uh, stuff on Facebook
4: too. There's oh yeah, some bar stuff. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, I thought about doing something like that actually, and a I might all
2: night overnight yeah. uh, Wrestle Kingdom party.
4: Yeah, and not necessarily like with the, uh, with the goal of having like a huge turnout, but just in, you know, something that people enjoy and everyone has some fellowship, you know, wrestling fans. You yeah, that would be awesome. That's something I sure. look forward to. Come yeah. watch Next Wrestle year. Kingdom
2: with yeah. Sean Waltman. Yeah. That'd be so. amazing. Yeah, I think uh, we're all gonna sign up for
5: we that. We were talking
4: about this earlier, uh Bill. So we know Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. Yep. Uh, one of the main events. I think that Okada is uh, and um uh, Naito, Naito is going to be last.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. for sure. Yes,
4: yes, yes, yes. Um and uh there's those two matches, and then we were talking about the other matches, uh, Jay White, and, and, Tanahashi. and Tanahashi. Good for Jay White, huh? Good for Jay White, but like,
2: I, I mean, I hate to say it, but like, you look at that poster and
4: he's man, a Jay y, y, y looks, beard.
2: Jay White looks pretty out of uh, out of place. Yeah,
4: like that. <laughs> it's, it's still a really young guy. Sure, I, like maybe he should not shave or something. I don't know. Maybe he's
2: maybe he's been not shaving for six months and that's all. <laughs> can do
4: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about? I him? don't
2: think I don't think uh, Zach Saber could grow a beard. Maybe
4: <laughs> they need to get on some juice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Call him Juice Robinson, find out what he's
4: uh, doing to grow a beard. Hoovy. <laughs> <Or> Hoovy. <Hoobie. Hoobie. laughs> mm, yeah. So, uh, what are the other matches uh, on the card?
1: Is it Abushi uh, and Cody Rhodes?
2: Yeah. There's. Uh, uh, yeah, K- Kota Abushi and Cody Rhodes are going head to head. It was going to be for the ROH World Title. But, of course, now Dalton Castle is the ROH uh, World Champion after Final Battle. Spoilers in case you guys have been waiting to watch Final Battle. Uh, we've also got uh, what should be an awesome four-way IWGP Junior Heavyweight match where Marty Scurll is going to defend against uh, Takahashi, Kushida, and Will Ospreay. Yeah, that's, that's going to be gonna roll. fantastic. Did
1: you see Ospreay come out and like, give candy to everyone in the
2: <laughs> I promo? don't see that oh, now. That
4: was pretty funny. So, yeah, and Look.
2: then uh, uh, the the probably the the next biggest match after that is a hair versus hair match for the never Op- open weight championship, which is Minoru Minoru Suzuki, who gets a lot of heat through his weird hair, versus Hiroki Goto, who has maybe the the finest head of hair in the whole promotion. Yeah. Now yeah. that Tanahashi has disastrously <laughs> cut his hair, he what? Tanahashi chopped all his hair off, and it looks
4: horrible. <laughs> what did he do, Aww. man? Uh, I I'll pull up oh, the Come for. on. Is it that haircut right there? It's not exactly that. Hmm. Man, that was a big mistake. I mean I think he's going to well, lose because of it. Maybe it's the
2: same thing of like John Cena's growing all his hair out now, and Randy Orton's growing his hair out now. Maybe Tanahashi felt like he had to go the other way. Do with you it.
4: guys do you do you know that uh there was in 2001, I think it was, there was a scandal with Tanahashi getting stabbed by his girlfriend? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so, like, after that, like, as a deal of, like, re, you know, rehabilitating or however you want to put it, like, uh, he sh- cut all his hair off, and it was, yeah, it was a weird deal. Wow. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey is, Bill, is this it? Uh, that's close. He did oh, a
2: little man. bit of a perm action recently, too. Uh, uh,
4: man, okay, so enough about <laughs> Tanahashi's hair. So, uh, maybe he... He's not. He needs to be in the hair match. Get rid of the rest yeah, of that seriously. shit. <laughs> All
0: I'm gonna say is, when they were in Long Beach and I saw Tanahashi's hair, I felt ashamed as a female. I was like, <laughs> "Dang!" I was like, yeah. his hair is better than mine." Well,
4: never Google pictures of BB Hulk then. <laughs> oh man, You <laughs> happened to
2: him? He's still no in Dragon oh, yeah. yeah.
4: So, it's so Minoru head. Suzuki, uh, he, I like hair match versus Minoru Suzuki, who's like missing most of his <laughs> hair, anyways. I wonder who's gonna lose that one. <laughs> I hope it's not good to. Really? I hope it is. <laughs> Just for the sake of it. Go the Jay Thor. You know, so um down in Mexico, the the they do the hair matches obviously. And so when they did in Triple A at Triple Mania, I was in the you know that that dome cage where you got to escape through the middle up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was I hate that by yeah. the way. It sucks and it's such a stupid like concept. I don't know
2: anyone who likes that
4: match. It's awful. Try to get out of that thing. <laughs> no thanks. Oh my god. I'll go through the door. <laughs> huh. So they're going around asking. It's a hair. Like the loser loses their right. hair. You know. And so they're asking me how like how much to lose your hair. And I'm like fifty thousand dollars. Huh? No, no, really. I'm like yeah, fifty thousand dollars. Like so, they ended up getting um, uh, Kenzo.
1: Kenzo Suzuki. Kenzo
4: Suzuki for five thousand dollars to cut his hair, and he already only had this much freaking yeah. hair. I was like, Kenzo, get your money up front, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Um, I want to I want to wish everyone the best. Uh, that's getting ready for um, for Wrestle Kingdom tonight. Jer- Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, um, Okada, Naito, uh, and everybody else. Uh, in New Japan. I'm really looking forward to watching you guys go out there and kill it tonight. Our boy Rocky Romero will be in yes. the Fongy 3K's corner. Yeah. of so. nice luck to him. Yeah. All right. I'll be watching tonight. Uh, and I think, will you be watching, TK? To him, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think, um, uh, hey, Timbo. Yeah. Where, where am I going to be? Coming up,
1: well, coming up, January thirteenth, you'll be at the Wrestling Guy Store in Huntington Park, in California. You're doing a, a signing, come yeah. beat, take pictures, autographs. Definitely check that out. Uh, more info for that at the Um Also, Wrestle Zone is hosting a Royal Rumble viewing party uh, in Chicago at Duffy's Tavern and Grill.
4: Nice. I'm um, hosting it, but we're uh, along with Wrestle Zone.
1: Along with WrestleZone. Yeah. Uh, but for fifty bucks you can get your Xbox VIP ticket, which gets you a picture, an autograph, an autograph of your own on anything you want. And you get to be there for the QA when they do they're gonna do a live podcast yeah. with you. Yeah.
4: So. and uh, and is there other are there other price pricing on there? Uh tickets, yes.
1: like general tickets are available. You can find out at Duffy's Royal Rumble. Dot eventbrite.com yeah. has all the info there.
4: Yeah, I'm just saying that because I there are more options besides the fifty dollar yeah. option just for those of you that don't have fifty dollars. Yeah. There's but like still want to go. There's
1: like a hundred VIP tickets yeah. for fifty bucks to do that and that guarantees you a seat at the viewing party. Gotcha. But there are other tickets available if you want to cool. just come and watch the show. Yeah.
5: Where hang out. Where's the strangest place that you've autographed?
4: You mean like on the on body? A body? location or like <laughs>
5: Yeah, or just if somebody gave you something random to autograph or like I, body
4: I, or... okay, I was at the Rainbow Bar and Grill on Sunset Boulevard and a guy um had me sign his body and then the next time I was there he came back with it tattooed on him. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: didn't he have like a bunch of random other people. Or yeah. No, it was like Lily yeah. Garcia and like other random people. <laughs> oh, oh, so he like No, it on was his all
4: body. like different random it wasn't wrestling people. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was more rock rock and roll people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um uh come like hey, I was just telling you guys I and I'm, I'll give you uh details coming up probably next week. Uh, I'm really honored I was asked to speak at a uh, at some town halls uh, 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 yeah, on on addiction prevention. And, you know, really honored to be asked to do that. And uh, so it's a little bit outside my comfort zone, which is exactly why I'm doing it. That's <laughs> why you start living. Yeah, Yeah, so um, I'll be having more uh, to yes. say about that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but right now we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with just incredible... Peter Polacco. Hey, x 12360 fans, I just wanted to tell you two ways that you can support the show to help it grow. First, if you've ever wanted to shout out a surprise message for various occasions from me, all you have to do is visit celebvm.com slash Sean Waltman to request a video today. Not only does it support the show, but a portion of the proceeds go to charity. Second, visit prowrestlingteescom Waltman. That's the only place to grab shirts with the X Pac 12360 logo, Wolfpack, or many other designs. If you pick up a shirt, make sure to tweet us using the hashtag #XPac12360. That's celebvmcom Waltman for a personal message from me, X and ProWrestlingTees.com wrestling slash Sean Waltman for X Pac, Wolfpack, and X Pac One, Two, Three, Sixty gear. Thanks for supporting the show. Now let's get back to it. Welcome back to X Pac One, Two, Three, Sixty. And joining us right now over the phone is a dear friend of mine and former tag team partner. Uh, he is best known as Just Incredible. His name is Peter Polacco yeah. yeah. Yeah, make some noise. Peach. I call him Peach. Do you mind me calling you Pete, on here? <laughs> Not at all, man. Hey,
3: man. Not at all. How
4: are you, man? Good, man. And you sound good, Pete. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that, man. Um, uh, Thank you, brother. Um, Happy New Year's, my friend. Happy New
3: Year's to everybody, especially
4: you, Sean. Man. It's good to hear from you. Yeah. Well, um, hey, man, uh, I appreciate you coming on. And when I ask you to come on, I want to make sure that you're feeling good and you sound good, man. How do you feel?
3: uh i feel uh really good actually better than i should quite frankly. um no i just uh you know i've just you know been trying to uh you know lay off the the the, the drink yeah. which i have and i made it through the holidays and stuff uh well um yeah. you know and uh you know just not, i'm not even working out really yet i did a couple of uh couple of workouts this week slow small workouts you know sure. nothing crazy just to kind of get the blood flowing but uh you I'm looking to just, you know, right now I'm kind of just focused on my mental health, <laughs> you know, and I know it sounds weird to a lot of people, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to stay positive and, um, sure, you know, and then the rest, you know, so, yeah, things are good, though, man. I yeah. mean, for the most part, I can't really complain for all the wreckage I've left behind. I'm pretty good, dude.
4: Oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to set some ground rules here, and we're going to try to stick by them. No negative self-talk today. Okay, Pete?
3: None. none okay. for me. You're going to be uh, actually surprised, pleasantly surprised. Good man, because
4: <laughs> you know yeah. um, this is one of the things that I've always known about you is that you know everyone knows like how, like what a great person you are and how how great um of a performer you've been over the years and uh they know it like and and it seems like they know it way better than you do and it's time for for you to uh get up to speed with everyone else that knows that about you you know what i'm saying
3: yeah it's, it's actually really funny uh, that you said that to me because i was uh, you know i don't i don't mind talking about it. I, was, I was at my therapist's office and uh he said you know what you know you're a pretty good guy and he doesn't know anything about my wrestling career. He knows I've done it, but everybody doesn't know anything about it. And he goes, you got to love yourself. You know I He goes, that's one of your biggest problems is yes. you, know, you don't like you. And I was like, dude, I barely know me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, that's, that's – you know, I, I, I don't know where that comes from, Sean. Because deep down inside, I think we all have to have a certain self-confidence yes. to be able to even do what we do at a high yeah. level, you know. Um, but for me, I think um, I never – um, in ECW, I felt really comfortable because yeah. we were kind of allowed to, to just do our own thing, and the pressures weren't on. But um, I never could adapt to WWE, and it wasn't because of WWE. Yeah. I think I still carried that Aldo Montoya thing where I was still the young boy, and I always felt uh, that. And I almost, yeah. you know, I, I took it too far where you know I wanted to show respect and hum- humility. Yeah. But I took it to a level where it's like it sounded like I was beating myself up, yeah. Um, and you know, it didn't serve me well, and I really lacked confidence when I anytime I went up there. Really, uh, you know, and that's that's a me thing. That's a, you know, I caused that. Nobody else did. Really, yeah. no nobody gave me reason to. The, but uh, yeah, man.
4: The one thing that like I always like thought about you though is once you got in the ring, like you had plenty of confidence. It was it seemed like that that lack of confidence and that negative self-image was something that you had outside the ring, and that like, okay, right. once you're in the ring, that's where you feel good, right.
3: Yeah, I mean once you know, and it is funny. It's like once I mean, I you know, I I didn't li- I I didn't like the entrances. I did it I, again. I, I did an ECW. I dug the entrances, but when I was in WWE, I never felt like I belonged. Like I wasn't the star, you know. And again, uh-huh. that's me. But when I, when the bell rang. I was in my comfort zone, yep. you know, and I knew, I knew where I was, you know, I knew how to navigate those waters, um, pretty good, you know, it was, and I knew better, uh, I, I think it was just a little fear that, uh, that I had, but yeah, yeah, bell to bell, I was, I was in my comfort zone for sure. Yeah.
4: And man, you know, when you're talking about, um, not knowing where that lack, that lack of confidence and maybe the negative self image came forward, the thing is though, peach is that we really, really need to figure out where it came from, you know, to be able to deal with it. And so, like, I, I encourage, like, everyone to figure that out. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still figuring yeah. it out myself, man, you know. Um, but, uh, hey, um, man, how, I don't know, Pete. I I actually come on and, and that like, but I don't want to, like, I don't want to harp on, on, on things that happened yesterday, uh, uh, but um, have you talked with um, with the with the promoter that you know that incident happened last a couple weeks ago? How was that?
3: I, I didn't. I did not. And uh, well, the, it's not funny. But the funny thing is that uh, I was. uh, by a third party um, just to sign autographs. Right. So uh, I never really even had contact with the promoter, which is probably even worse. And to be honest with you, I haven't looked at the footage. I don't want to because that would probably do me more harm than good. You don't
4: need to. So I
3: haven't... I know yeah, I don't need to do that yeah Razor said that too Scott said that too to me because you don't need to leave yeah. because and, and of course the you know, Scott would say this It wasn't even that bad
4: it wasn't I mean, like I mean, compared my- to his man compared to that Fall River gimmick it wasn't
3: that <laughs> <laughs> was thing was the I was in Fall River too that time I know you were <laughs> <laughs> I was, that was horrible too well you didn't see the aftermath with me I ended up I ended up I would send a phone with you bed, guys that
4: well, night if you don't remember
3: I don't actually wow yeah that was a <laughs> horrific night man yeah that was horrific but yeah no I, I haven't spoken to the promoter um and I, I I kind of felt bad and that was you know the sad thing is my intention I think and I yeah. again I don't really even have a recall because as an alcoholic and addict like I don't know I mean if anybody out there can relate but uh for me I'm at the point where I go and and relatively compared to what anybody would drink, I think, or what anybody would consume, I relatively consume very little now when I do when I drink, because my body just doesn't want it. I just can't. Like I go from zero to one hundred to like, I don't feel it. I don't feel it blackout. Yeah. like, like it, it's turned on me, kind of a thing. Yeah, the I body stops, stops
4: metabolizing I, the alcohol properly yeah, too, man.
3: Oh yeah, so I I my intention wasn't to do any anything like that to be a jerk, sure. you know, that's not like my nature to be like that, right? That's totally not who I am. Um but that being said when you're when you're drunk, um bad stuff just tends to happen to me sure. and uh yeah, so it, it, it you know, it's it's not a good thing, but a uh, a lot you know what the funny thing and. Not not that it's a transition, but and I won't like stay on this, but something actually really positive came out of that horrific incident. You know, yeah, I mean, man. nobody died, but you know, that you know, it's still embarrassing to to for that to happen to anybody. You know, but something really good came out of that. Yeah, so, man, do you want to talk um, about
4: that? Do you want to talk about that, Paige? Because yeah, we talked about you know we're talking about this. The incident that that caused all this, but the, you know that, like I said, that was yesterday. Uh, moving forward, like um, I know that I know that Dallas uh, DDP, our dear friend DDP, both of our friends, um, has stepped has uh, stepped up and uh, uh, reached out to you. And uh, can you elaborate on that a little bit?
3: Yeah, um, this all happened so quick, and uh, you know, uh, I was actually doing stuff with Dallas prior to this, just not to this level. You know, we were communicating, but once he, it's funny, this came through a third party, um, and somebody reached out to Dallas, like, could you get a hold of PJ? You know, this happened, and Dallas, like, I'm already on, and I'm already talking to him. Long story short is um, I got this gentleman by the name of Douglas Cartelli um, Mm. who works with pro athletes, and he owns a big construction concrete uh, conglomerate um, all over the U.S., um, he's actually going to sponsor me, and uh, you know, send me to Dallas to, you know, DDPs, yeah. not, not Dallas, but to Atlanta to Dallas is to, you know, after I have thirty days of clean time, to go down there and, and to go through his his program, which I've done before, and it's sure. actually pretty cool, you know, and um, and through because of that, um, you know, there we're thinking of uh, pairing up with this director. Uh, locally, who does documentaries and he does other film um, to possibly shoot a you know a documentary about this whole journey uh, of recovery and hopefully redemption. I mean, really, you know, it's up to me of where this of where the story is written. But uh, that's you know, right, page. It
4: is up to you, man. It is up to you. Yeah. It's it's your story and you should tell it. Don't let other people tell your story, bro.
3: Yeah, absolutely, man. And you know, it's it couldn't have happened at a better time. Don't I mean, mean to call you actual... bro. That's
4: Vince Russo's gimmick. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that does not bother me at you all, know, man. Um, but no, it's uh, it's just a really cool opportunity. And uh, you know, it'll. And it, it also, at the end of this journey, this gentleman, Douglas Cardelli, wants to uh, open up a facility to train athletes in wellness from yeah. all walks of life. Like I said, you know, he's been uh, he's done like stuff with ken shamrock and mma and boxing yeah. so something in connecticut a facility for all that kind of stuff and he wants me to kind of be one of his professionals that are, are in that facility and i have heard talks i'm not sure but uh, that he also wants to do something for women athletes to uh, get into pro wrestling you know so nice. you know it, it look it'll it, it's really cool and uh the opportunity right now it's not like i have uh you know this this publicity was uh, this horrible publicity from me being drunk at this show yeah. and doing what I did. It was horrible, you know, and it really kind of uh, – I was kind of done with the business anyways from just where I wanted to be in life. I didn't think I had any legs left in, in – in the wrestling business and i didn't but uh this kind of screw up has led to people reaching out and wanting to help which is really cool so i'm embracing it and right now it's you know like the balls in my court you know this is a really cool opportunity to make money you know and yeah. real money not just a couple hundred dollars and, you know and, so, and, and, and yeah and also
4: to, to to also just like live a really good life man Fun? Yeah. you know yeah and and you deserve yeah, it, Peach. I mean, man, you've been beating the shit out of yourself almost ever since I met you, man. And 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 you know, like Scott and I have done, have been guilty of that, you know, in the past uh, two. And uh, you know, I'm, I don't do it nearly as much anymore, man. Uh, actually, hardly at all, man. And and I want you to have what I have, Peach, because you deserve it, man. And, uh, Thank you. uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Pete, you. can you tell, can you talk about what it was that made you want to have a drink that day?
3: Um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of can. Absolutely. Um, well, the, I'll, I'll rewind the story even yeah. more, which kind of led to this, um, December 1st, um, you know, I, it's you know, I'm, I'm full disclosure. I don't you know, I don't have a good living situation and I have uh, my son's on disability uh, From Social Security, you know, right. he's a little guy. So anyways, I'm, I'm unemployed at the moment So we get our Social Security check having a nice time and you know, as an addict or an alcoholic You always you know, I had a little bit of time Yeah, I always, yes. you always think well, maybe if we just get a little you know, it's a little something to drink. Like what normal people would probably do and, and have a good time. Yes. And be able to put it down. All right. Well, all I remember is I started drinking a couple drinks. You know, I do vodka and soda. A mm-hmm. couple drinks, a couple drinks. My wife and I at about 8 p.m. are dancing, literally. Like, you know, just messing around, having fun, laughing, in the kitchen. And an hour later, because, you know, somebody in my family said something, um cops come I get arrested now I get arrested on Friday for disorderly conduct uh, um, which is not a big deal yeah. but it is a big deal because I yes. said to my right therapist is like dude uh, being arrested isn't normal necessarily <laughs> you know I was like "Well, that's true you know it's starting to become normal hence um, you know problem kid
4: right.
3: you know like okay that was a wake-up call so I spent Friday all the way till because the weekend the courts aren't open no nobody bail my ass out um, until monday to get a promise to appear in court so right there i'm already you know i'm i'm devastated i'm embarrassed here we go again yeah i spent you know if anybody's ever been you know not convicted but locked up like in the local police department if you stay there for the weekend until court on monday it's the worst experience yeah county
4: county jail sucks it's, ass man it's a it worst horrible
3: it's horrible so of course then i come out you know, like I always do, you know, I don't have a problem getting to stop. Um, once I have, you know, I clear the cobwebs, I could stop for a week or two, yeah. but my problem is relapse prevention. I don't stay stopped Sure. because I always, my mind and whatever you want to call it, the disease always is telling me you can do this, you can do this. So I was just beating myself up for that incident. And, um, you know, the day of this show comes and, um, uh, you know, uh, it's just more of, of that same thing. You know, I just, I wanted a buzz.
4: Was there an and- anxiety issue? Uh, if, if, do you think there might've been an anxiety issue? Like, okay. Having to go and, and be in front of people or like, is that an issue for you?
3: No, not no, at all. It's not no, the deal. The, I was just supposed to sign autographs that day right. too, so it was an easy gig. Yeah. I just start, you know, I just I'm, I, when I drink now, I get delusional, I get completely nuts, yeah. you know, just like a typical alcoholic, and I do stupid things. And that was one of those things. And I think my intention was I wanted to, you know, because Terry Funk did this with me years ago at some indie show. Where I was in the ring and Terry Funk was signing autographs and he came out and we totally didn't plan anything I mean, We were just messing around. Yeah, and obviously that didn't end up the way it was supposed to
4: Because
3: yeah. <laughs> I got all kinds of emotions and then I'm just drunk yeah. ranting there. air uh, Bad look bad look yeah. But no, I just think it's me um, not being happy with myself, deep down inside, yeah. not happy with my situation, not happy that I'm broke, yeah. not happy that I'm morally bankrupt as well, just just in a bad space in my head, um, yeah. you know, um, and that's the thing that they say. Uh, they say I say they, professionals in 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 the you know addiction game or alcoholics and stuff, they say that being in your head is the worst place to be. When when you're alone, man. especially.
4: Yeah, when you're by yourself you know. and you start listening to yourself when you're in a bad place, man, it's yeah. not a good thing, Page. We need to get on the phone <clears throat> excuse me. We need to get on the phone immediately with someone that can that can talk sensible and rational, you know? Uh yeah, when it oh, comes absolutely. to that. Yeah. It, it,
3: I mean, it sounds so trivial, yeah. but it's so true. And uh, But anyways, and that's kind of what happened. You know, it was just, uh, just a bad thing. And I drank after that, believe it or not. Yeah. You know, no, I don't believe it, Pete.
4: I don't believe it, man.
3: <laughs> well, no, I mean, because most, most people would be like, oh, my God, yeah. I caused so much damage. And then I had to drink because I didn't want to think of the damage I caused.
4: Exactly. You yeah. know, I, I so put this like tweet out, Peach. It was, it was like right around the time this happened. I'm like, uh, it was somebody was telling me, like, you know, help your friend. And I'm like, um, you know, I wasn't able, no one could help me until I realized that I no longer deserve to be miserable. And you you don't deserve to be miserable, Page. Yeah. You know, and you know that, man. I think you're at that point right now. I think you're at that point where you realize that, look, I'm a good fucking guy, man, and I don't deserve to be miserable anymore. So moving forward, um, I'm not going to be. And I I really feel that, like, that's where you are now, Peach. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean,
3: I I certainly hope so, Sean. I mean, I, 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 I... it's a lot of work to yeah. be like this, believe it or not, you know, and I know you kind of, you definitely know what it's like to yeah. to feel, you know, it's just a lot of work that I put into the feeling bad Yeah, when I could put half, half that energy to feeling decent, you know, and things aren't going to happen overnight for me. And, you know, I'm just going to take every day and every opportunity as it comes. And I think getting, being busy, um, having something to be proud of, having some like a purpose. I lack purpose, you know. Exactly. I certainly hate. I I hate to look in the rearview mirror and see what I could have done, what I should have done. If I could just, you know, I, I can't live in ninety eight, ninety nine. Yes. You know, two thousand. And I, unfortunately, I do that a lot. Well,
4: when you know, when when um, our when our when when the now time sucks, yeah. then yeah. we end up living in the past, getting in our time machine and going back. To the days that were that were good for us, you know that's understandable, right. Peach. But the, the the key to it is is to make now and and moving forward so good that you don't want to get in the time machine and go back there, you know.
3: Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. How man. many of us, and man? I, oh, how
4: many of us, Peach, ha, ha, have just spent so much time, man, in that fucking time machine?
3: A lot of us, I think. God. I think more than a lot. <laughs> uh you know um i you know I, I think a lot of us man it's it's amazing i was just talking to my wife about this the other day um and it i i could never fathom this when i was younger 20 years went by so quick i've been in the wrestling business since 1992. Yeah. october 16 1992 was when i've had my first wrestling match in front of an audience and uh i mean it's going we're going on 25 years yes. you know that's a long time and it went by so fast i'm like wow in 20 years i'll be 64. i'm mm. 44. you know so it's like i'm i'll be damned if i don't take these next 20 years of my life and do something,
5: you know, maybe, you know,
3: maybe it won't be anything that other people might appreciate, but I'm certainly going to do things that make me happy, that are good for me and for my family. I think that's really important. I was so worried about before what everybody else saw, um, that it really uh, was a catalyst for a lot of my issues. I think, like you said, your self-confidence and your self-loathing and all that stuff. I was my own worst enemy um, throughout most of my life. Of yeah. my professional life, as as you know, because hell, both of us, I think you got in the game a lot younger than I did. I got in at 19 and, yeah. uh, you know, got pretty lucky to have the success that I had early on. And I know you certainly did at an earlier age as well. Blessing much and a curse,
4: man. Blessing and a curse, Pete.
3: It is, it yeah. is, you know, and a lot of kids, you know, and I, when I say it and I see a lot of guys in the indie shows, these kids are like, man, you're so lucky, you're so lucky. Where I look at it as, Dude, you don't even know, you yeah. know. Um, and again, it is a
4: blessing and a curse. So, yeah, it is what it is. Hey, yeah, Denise, we're gonna. I'm gonna let let you my know, panel uh, hop in on this if you don't mind. Hello. Hearing,
0: uh, hearing the story that you just told, clearly you were in a bad, bad place. And now, you know, hearing you now, like to me, you know, you're positive. You're you know looking forward to change and whatnot. Was there a specific moment or any sort of moments or something that is inspiring you to kind of keep? in that right mindset, keep your head on your shoulders, you know, straight to keep going for, towards something better?
3: Um, I'd say yes, um, initially. I mean, first, I mean, it always comes down to that initial wanting to get better is, is I just have to look at my kids and my wife and I'll be like, dude, I have to have a responsibility to them, even if I don't care about myself, which I I very truly kind of do, but it may not show it. That's the first thing. But then two, I think what really helps me at least to to get on that path of positivity is I got to it's like a diet or building a muscle you know it's like working out I got to work my my mind whether it's you know uh, reading you know whatever kind of books or stuff good stuff into my head um, whatever that may be something that would get me thinking positively or thinking of things I can do. Um, you know, and it's like a daily mental diet and it sounds weird, but when I get out of bed, I get up like really early. I get up at like five o'clock in the morning because I have my, my youngest has to get up at six thirty to go to school. So I like to have it like an hour beforehand. So I say my, I literally wake up, I'll, you know, say a couple of prayers, like, you know, whatever, just like, please God, you know, keep me safe, keep my family safe and help me be strong. And literally then I focus on, all right, you know, there's not a hole in this in in this world that's gonna, you know, hold me or prevent me from trying to look at, you know, because either way, you can or you can't. Both are right, depending on the effort you put in and where your focus is gonna go. And it's like when you're driving, you know, and you kind of look to the direction you're going in. It, it's kind of like where I try to put my mental focus early, early, early in the morning before the, the, the trouble starts with the kids and making breakfast and that whole grind. So, yeah, it's it's like a mental diet first thing in the morning. I got to daily do that. But at first it was just, you know, I don't want to let anybody else down anymore. I can't live with it if I let my kids down because I've let myself down and other yeah. people around me down for so long. I just, you know, at least I have them still by my side, you know.
1: How important is the support of your wife and your family in a situation like this?
3: Um, I think it's huge, man. It's, 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 it's a lot of it because, um, you know, I don't have a lot of friends um, here, like where I live in Connecticut. Um, just, like, guy friends to go out with, and that's not necessarily a good thing. I mean, I'm, I've always been a homebody, but uh, so a lot of the feedback, a lot of the interactions I get are directly from home. Um, So it's huge. It's huge. Uh, You know, I've been married for over 20 years. Um, You know, I have three kids. So it's, uh, it's it's very, very big for me. You know, if my wife's not on board, it it makes it it difficult for anybody that's been married for 20 years. So yeah, it's really important.
1: What does your wife do to try and keep you out of going into that time machine and going back to the 90s and the 2000s and getting into that mindset of, like Denise was saying, like moving forward in, in the now?
3: Um, we, we, well, that's the funny thing is, man, is unfortunate. Well, it's not unfortunate. I shouldn't say that. It's, it's kind of cool in a way, but we went on that journey together for a long time. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people don't know this, but my wife... Um, worked uh, in ECW for three years, um, from like 97 till we had our first born in 2000. Um, pretty much till the company closed uh, with merchandise. So she was, you know, ECW paid her to travel to the towns with me. We'd get there first and kind of set up the merch, pack it up and stuff. So she was with me for those three years. So we end up talking about the same things in those good old days. So, you know, she's almost like a female clone, which I don't know if that's called codependency. Mm-hmm. Cause in a lot of ways, we have a very codependent relationship which is mm-hmm. you know it doesn't always work out you know it doesn't always work out and it's not always a great healthy thing but we're also you know it's, this, this is cliche and corny but we're best friends too um so it's it's a you know it's a double-edged sword um in every way but uh you know she's cool and we are now because um, she's had problems with addiction and alcohol as well and we're just trying to which makes it really challenging but um you know, we're just trying to look forward instead of backwards because we know there ain't going back. You know, so a lot of the stories and a lot of the war stories and times that we had and houses that we bought and cars and then we can't go there. You yeah. know, we try not to anyways.
4: Hey, Peach. Hey, um, yeah. can you talk about uh, WWE's wellness policy and like uh, di- uh, talking with Bob Keeler and, and that and and what that all entails? And and how that helps like uh, like you and you know all the other guys that maybe have addiction problems. Oh
3: yeah. Um, First of all, I mean, you know, uh, they have a you know second to none uh, program with you know their wellness policy. I mean, they've put me through treatment uh, more than once. Um, I got off of IV heroin in 2011. Um, had a couple years of clean time before I thought it was a good idea to drink alcohol. Um, and today, uh, they put me in a in a nice facility in Tampa for 30 days. And to this day, uh, I spoke to Bob, as a matter of fact, today, Sean,
4: yeah.
3: uh, right before I got on with you. And uh, they still pay for a therapist and a psychiatrist on a weekly basis, you know. Yeah. So their, their program has helped so many. At least, you know, it's one thing that, and, you know, that that is there for, you know, the guys and then and Vincent, Paul and Stephanie, those guys, they don't have to do it. You That's know, right. it's not, co- you know, a lot of people think like it's part of the deal. It's not part of the deal. So uh, it's a really cool thing. And I don't know um, if I would have the resources or a lot of us, um, us meaning me and other addicts, alcoholics.
4: Most uh, don't, Pidge. Re- huh? <laughs> Most don't, man. Just about everybody else out there does not have the resources we do when it comes to that like we are so blessed when it comes to that when dealing with addiction
3: yeah it's it's amazing actually um and you know I, i would be i would be stuck in uh in you know a government-run program, sure. which which would be which would be horrible compared to the, the care yeah. and the treatment that WWE gives us. It's it's a privilege. It really yeah. is, and I didn't not sound corny. It is a yeah. privilege, and it's it's really great they're doing it because they've helped so many people, so many good people. That uh, you know, it, it's amazing.
4: Hey, they helped me, man, and uh, and yeah. I don't like I like. <laughs> just a like full disclosure I don't I've never been on one of those conference calls uh, uh, with Bob Keeler like for, for the addiction stuff and uh, honestly I think I'm going to I'm going to I'm doing well right now but that doesn't mean you don't keep uh, keep working on your program and you know what I'm saying because that's when you could end up slipping.
3: Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. I. It, it, you're absolutely right, John. And and uh, I've I've called uh, you know recently and stuff. And there's a good group of guys and gals that, that call in on Sunday or on Wednesday. Wow. Um. And uh. You know, it, it's really positive. And it's not mandatory by any means. But uh. You can yeah, even I be mean, drunk it,
4: and just, call in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just call, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, yeah, it's, and it's all—it's cool for us because most people that are, in oil, I think all, that are in there are former performers, yes. athletes, that that know the game and have a similar experience that can relate to what the individuals on the line are going through. So it's a no. really unique experience and a great experience for guys and gals that are suffering.
4: Hey, Beach, how do you think, that? like, okay, I mean, I know you haven't been around the business as much now, but, like, Um, it just I think I'll rephrase this not as a question as much maybe a statement it seems to me that uh, wrestling now is much easier to, to be involved in and not end up falling off the wagon you know like there's a lot there's a lot more like clean cut straight edge people in the locker rooms now man and I'm really grateful for that
3: yeah, and you're you no you 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 hit the nail on that, and um, and it's very true. I mean, just uh, just going into the you know I haven't been to a WWE locker room in five years or so, maybe longer. Um, but uh, just in the even in the indie locker rooms or the con you know those conventions that they have and stuff, you know even if you ask anybody who, who not from that generation or even a lot of the guys that were for that are from that generation. Yeah. It's just not seen, and that is good, and that is, is something to to say for the way the business it was is now as opposed to was, because when we were there or got involved in the wrestling business in particular, not even the WWE per se, it was still the Wild West, yep. you know. Um, it was still very much, you know, even though kayfabe wasn't as big, it still was a, you know, it was a very much, you know, Older days, um, and we caught the latter end of that. But uh, today, the athletes are way more clean-cut, and they don't go out and, you know, and and party. You know, right. I mean, I'm sure there are guys that do, and there's nothing wrong with 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 you know going out and having a drink if you could do
4: it. Right.
3: Um, but uh, it's cool to see that uh, you know more guys are. Are clean cut and taking care of their health. You know, it's it's cool. We've live, had enough. Uh,
4: and I just think that like friends. living better has made them like honestly, man. I don't mean to like put our generation down, but I think that these guys are better human beings. Page, you, know, uh, you know.
3: I you know. Well, the thing is, man. What I think I think a lot of it has to do with where the business originally came yeah. from, to you know because you know a lot of it was that carney style business um yeah. you know and it was just it just was that almost like that debauchery um and you know and,
4: and it, just I, and I, then, I and just how the fans it. were treated like after the show like you know how the fan how how we thought about the fans and like okay you got to you know if there's a if there's a uh, you know a quote unquote rat we got to get her to pay for everything and you know what i'm saying it's right. just I mean, just that whole thing, man. I'm I'm really happy it's not a thing anymore. You know?
3: Yeah, yeah, I I am too. And uh, it, it, I mean, it. You know, it shows you how much of a mark I was when I got into the business. The business, the way it looks today, is what I thought it would look like when I was 18, but yeah. didn't know any better. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know, yeah. I, You know, I went into it from a total innocent perspective, not knowing what this whole you know ride would entail this whole journey but uh, yeah i'm i'm really grateful and and it's good too because i think the fans get more out of out of out of the product they feel connected to the boys and the boys too i think i mean we worked hard as much as anybody but i think guys now um and too with like injuries and stuff we all did some pretty silly stuff to stay out there yeah and keep working you know because if you didn't you you didn't work you didn't get paid and you'd be replaced real quick you know and uh i just saw something on the internet or on one of the news sites about how uh enzo More was sick and um you know, check himself out of the hospital to make raw, because that's what we do, right? That's we what you do, me. yeah. We make pounds, right? That's, what that's not what we do um,
4: anymore, apparently. <laughs> but, right,
3: exactly, exactly. But that's but, a good you know thing, what, Peach? You know, it's a, just a different day and age. I'll tell you, I, I remember my first bad concussion, um, and it was uh, at the Manhattan Center. 93, uh, I wrestled uh, the head shrinkers, the SSG. Samu and Fatu and I was live and they knocked me out cold, cold to where I literally went limp and. They told to me they were going to do that to
4: I didn't think they were serious <laughs> Yeah,
3: probably did but uh, anyways, I don't remember how, I, and I live in Connecticut it's like two hours from Manhattan but if anybody's driven in Manhattan it's really crazy you know, the lights, the tunnels, bridges mm-hmm. very difficult I blacked out in the ring. I remember going to the ring, and I remember waking up in my bed. Wow. After, you know, I don't know how I got home. I don't know where I got my car, who got my car. I had all my stuff, you know, money, whatever, but I, just, I woke up in bed. Yeah. And there's so many stories I have where I've gotten beat up, and, you know, whether it's driving from Buffalo after, like, a horrible concussion against Jerry Lynn, throwing up the whole way because my wife couldn't drive stick shift. Mm. And then, you know, having Friday night off and wrestling two out of three falls in Philly on Saturday, you know. Like yeah, with post-concussion
4: after. syndrome. Beautiful. You
3: know. Yeah. Yeah, why not? But so I'm glad. You know what? It, 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 it's good that the business is uh, evolving like that, though, because, you know what, man, we have enough guys who've, who've gone through so much. At least, you know, yeah. at least now it guys are getting taken care of.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know. Thing, but go ahead.
0: For people that haven't gone through, haven't gone through addiction or don't know anything about it, you know what would you say to them that they're not in your shoes that you kind of wish that they that they knew so that maybe the support could be bigger for those that sometimes don't support people that are going through problems.
3: People that aren't familiar with it.
0: Right. Right.
3: Um. Well, man, I. It, it's something that is, it's really hard to explain. I, I come across that uh, even now um, with my family, for example. You know, um, I got this, and, and Sean, you'll laugh at this, um, when I got out of rehab this time, um, my mother made a statement to me, um, oh, good, now that you're cured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, What? <laughs> what? You know, but of course they don't yeah. and uh, and uh, Bob Keelar, the gentleman you were talking about, uh Sean from mm-hmm. WW Wellness, um, you know, they um they tell you that, you know, this it's it the disease is always um yeah. progressing and sometimes we can't expect other people that aren't addicts to understand and I need to be sometimes handled with kick gloves. It's it's really you know, um and you know I just I don't know what uh how to even explain it to somebody who isn't because people won't, you know, it's like even my son, my son's 17 and I'm trying to tell him and he smokes pot. I'm like, dude, you know, be careful. Yes. Because I smoked pot too and only pot for a while. Said I don't know if it's in I'm not educated enough to say if it's in if it's, you know, that gene or whatever. I don't know. If it's in your genetics. Don't know. But I know that we have a problem with, you know, sometimes being down and changing your state. Yeah. And now that I'm having all this stuff, I I see that a lot of it's the way I felt inside that made me drink. So I to other people I would just say, you know, just to I don't know, man, just to, to notice when people are hurting, because, you know, sometimes people have no idea what's going on in my mind, and sometimes they mean well, but little things will make my situation worse. Like, the worst thing you can do for me when I'm having a bad, you know, like, when I'm having a bad time, you know, or moment is to yell at me and to throw that stuff in my face. Right. You know, which again It guilt guilting you and
4: me. shaming you. It's and and those are really, yeah. really bad things to do.
3: Right. When I'm already feeling that yeah. you know I'm already feeling that to the to the core because I do care about people. I do care about, you know, my family, my friends, my coworkers. you know, all my friends in in the business. I do care. You know, I genuinely care a lot about a lot of people that will never truly understand addiction unless you've seen it. And i tell you what, addiction is a horrible beast that I would not wish on my worst enemy. It really is, man. It's a torturous thing. And, And, you know, I did it to myself. No one did it to me. I just was completely ignorant to... To it, So, I mean, I just, you know, people that aren't addicts, just get educated on it, man, because you don't, it's something you don't want to get, end up being 20 years down the road.
4: And I really, really want to stress to people listening that don't really know a lot about it, addiction and and relapse, they're not moral, they're not a moral failure issue. Um, It's, it's, it's not, that's not the case. And and people got to get that. They got to understand that. You know, power um, They say, yeah, shit. it's not. Listen, listen, Yeah, trust me. And that's not. Look, uh, oh, just you know, it's just a power. You just don't have willpower. That's bullshit. I understand why people think that, but th- th- those people are people that haven't gone through this, or right. or don't like don't have you know. E- there's people that even have close family members that still think that kind of shit. You know, and yep. and, oh, and you know. <laughs> it It, it bums me out, it makes me sad but i i i, I do understand because when you yeah. when you're not going through something like this, you could never even begin to under- like you know relate It's really hard to relate your
3: head I'll tell you one thing real quick and and just to kind of piggyback off of that i you know and I, I want to get to other things, but just real quickly i think it's it's important. I had the privilege of meeting Chester Bennington from Lincoln mm, Park um yeah. a couple of times and I met him um Last year, he passed away this August. I was actually in treatment in Tampa when I got the news. Can't tell he was a friend. Don't know him. Probably has no clue who I am. Not the point. Point is this guy on the outside looks like he has everything in the world. He was, he, uh, from what I'd heard, because I, you know, communicate through Twitter with his wife, Telinda, yeah. You know, he was doing fine days before he killed himself. I think mental health and addiction have a huge component and work hand in hand. And I think mental health has like just that word has this stigma attached to it, you know what I mean? Yep. And you know, you, one thing doesn't necessarily go with the other, but I say I say it
4: does. I, they um, do though. When if you're you, they do, Paige. Um, uh, mental Ill, like okay, mental illnesses don't necessarily go hand in hand with addiction. Like you you can have one without being an, an addict, but if you're an addict, right. almost a hundred percent, I would say have the mental illness component with it They're I, I just think Correct. they're the same thing. I just think addiction yeah. is another is kind of a mental illness. And I mean, right. Exactly. Yeah, man. It's, and they're so intertwined and like, just, you know, um, you can't separate them when it, when it comes to that. No,
3: no. And and I, I was, I've, Reading this book and it really says that um, it's. I don't know, I'm sure you guys have heard of Anthony Robbins. He does a lot of self help stuff, oh, yeah. um, and, and he basically says that uh, through his you know research and studying and stuff that a lot of people, whether they know it or not, that abuse alcohol or drugs. At first, do it from a place of you know of not being happy with that's with right. something in their lives or themselves. Whether it's something work related, whether it's something deep down emotionally that's bothering you. People that go through traumas like PTSD or victims of you know sex crimes and, yeah. and stuff of that yeah. nature. I mean, it's really like that you know. So uh, I think that's I mean that's another topic for another time. But you know, it's 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 all relatable in some way or another. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. Yeah,
4: it is. But hey man. Hey, what before we get going, Peach? Can can you talk about, uh, or do you want to talk about any other things that you have coming up, or, or that you're working on?
3: Well, you no, know, for you know, pretty much uh, just wanted to. I'm uh, uh, Dallas, Texas, actually, uh, for probably my last you uh, know in a, in a long time. Um, I don't have the information on me, but it's somewhere in North Dallas. I'll be, just go on my Twitter at PJ Palago. Um, creation is up there and, uh, no, pretty much, I'm just looking forward to Atlanta to stay at DDPs and, you know, just to get, and, uh, you know, shoot this documentary and hopefully we, the help of that gentleman, Douglas, uh, Cartelli start to start up the facility hey, Pete, and,
4: uh, you know, Pete, there's is paperwork there and, do you have a call coming um, in or something? Uh,
3: I don't
4: oh, okay, Absolutely. I don't know there was some kind of issue with our with our sound here, yeah, no, I heard that
3: too I heard it too,
4: but you're you're trying to no sell it for it, yeah, no, i said you I said you were no selling it, but I sold it, mm-hmm. okay, so, okay, gotcha, so you got so you got something coming up in Dallas,
3: yes, I'm actually trying to find it uh before we get off, but uh. To no avail. My, okay. my iPhone It's very, very slow. But yeah, just go on my Twitter page at PJ Palacco, and you will find all the information if you live in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. Ooh.
4: So, Pete, I'm, I'm really, man, you yeah. sound good, and, and I'm really grateful for that, man. Um, yeah. I love you very much, my friend. Uh, and and I, hey, uh, is there any other things you want to plug real quick? No.
3: Uh, no, that's about it man. Okay. that's about it. Just uh you know if you're on Twitter, follow me on twitter at p j Polacco or on yeah. instagram at p j Polacco. and uh just you know there's gonna be a lot of cool stuff popping off with uh with with d d p and with everything that we're doing um uh, actually, you know we the cool thing we got uh the story uh picked up by uh c b s sports in Pittsburgh local affiliate, so nice. the ball is rolling, and uh Friday got a whole media thing going on with a couple of newspapers and Rolling Stone um so yeah it's actually really exciting stuff and uh,
4: makes you know, me thank happy you guys. Man. thank you
3: sean i uh, you know i really appreciate you guys and your support and you guys are cool and you're awesome and i love you too sean.
4: yeah i love you i friend. noticed
1: when i was yeah. looking at your twitter that you have a lot of cool stuff on ebay for sale uh ring worn gear rare eight by tens and then you also have your figures toy company action figure oh, yeah. where can people go buy this stuff to help support you
3: well, you can check out my eBay page, which I have on Twitter, but believe it or not, I sold out of all those items. Awesome. So, and, I, and I literally, literally, literally just was going through my stuff and figured, why not try? And it actually caught me by surprise, so I had to get everything out last minute. So it was really nice. cool, but check it out if you want more of that stuff. And uh, my action figures, my brand new uh, icons one, or legends, whatever they call it, is from Figures Toy Company. Um, and it's on their website as well, where you can
4: get it, I think, at walmart.com and on Amazon.com. Sweet. Awesome. Cool, man. Hey, Pete, again, right, I, for the third time, I love you very much. And um, have an awesome rest of your day, man.
3: Thank you, brother. Thank you guys very much.
4: Thank you. All right.
3: Thanks.
4: Nice. nice. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, um, that was kind of cool having that was awesome. John. Yeah. He sounds really good, man, and, and makes me so happy. Because I love that guy so much, and it's so fucking heartbreaking uh, when you see your friends going through shit like that, you know? um, So, uh, is there anything we want to, you know, talk about before we get out of here?
1: Well, just want to give a big congratulations to Kevin and Maria, who got married. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was amazing. I don't know what's left on her bucket list, but it can't be much.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. That that was 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 incredible, man, to to turn on... uh, I well, I was actually at the XWA thing, so I I had to go f- search for like clips of it online.
5: Yeah, I had to watch it on. Twitter. Dude, I'm not yeah, not, not lying,
4: dude. I was a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was such a crybaby. Did you know it was like? Yeah. A- yeah, yeah, I knew they were getting oh. married. Yeah. Yeah, but, the inside info. Right
2: right yeah. Now. Yeah. Good
4: yeah, I was gonna go, but I had to do that. Oh, yeah.
2: It's funny because I saw the whole world goofing on the Steve Harvey outfit. Yeah. And I didn't even see that it was their wedding until the next day. It was like, oh, that was the context for that. Great.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, anyways, if there's nothing else to talk about, we can just get out of here. Is there anything to talk about? No.
5: No?
2: All right. What's going on in your life, TK? Yeah, TK.
5: running <laughs> for a marathon. It's almost birthday season. Yeah, I'm going to be running the LA Marathon. I'm raising money for uh, Pumps in Africa.
4: So well, I'll talk raise... about that real yeah. quick.
5: Uh, you can go on my social media. You can go on the bio. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff this week, but that's what I'm doing. So a lot of mileage.
4: And uh, you guys want to do the social media stuff real quick? Follow for... me on
1: Twitter at Jimbo in the Booth. <laughs> you guys can
5: check me out
0: on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo and on
4: YouTube Denise Salcedo. Cool.
2: Uh, you can find me on all social media at Sundown Motel, and I'm at uproxx. dot com, dot com slash pro dot com. And uh, just today, we had uh, the new episode of McMahon splaining going up, which has Diana Perazzo on it, who I'm happy to report is alive and well after her run-ins with Oscar.
4: Wow, oh, nice. Hey, nice, nice what nice hoodie you got there. I got one of those. Thanks. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're
2: twinsies. I was just praying you wouldn't wear it today. Uh, yeah. You wore a much nicer shirt. <laughs> yeah.
5: Um, so you can follow us on After Buzz TV, um, and you can also uh, follow us on Twitter, the Real Xpoc, on IG Xpoc12360, Facebook Xpoc12360 Show, and like I said, you can follow me on everything at TK Trindad.
4: Cool. Well, Happy New Years once again, everyone, and we'll see you next week right here on Xpoc12360.
2: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, Sean Waltman, producers Jimbo Frank and TK Trinidad, managing producer of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling, Mark Donica, and the entire Xpoc 12360 staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. Like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube, follow x on Twitter at the TheRealXPac and email us at x 12360 show at gmail.com. This has been a presentation of the AfterBuzz TV Network. Buzz you later!